This episode of Missy Unfiltered is brought to you by Pizza Rock Las Vegas. going on adventures with my best friend Carissa for a better part of 10 years now. She turned 30 back in October, so I'm able to correctly calculate our first interaction when she celebrated her fake 21st birthday multiple times. She knows me better than most people, loves me in all of my forms, and has seen the highs, the lows, and everything in between. How does someone make it through friendship, being her boss, after having kids, and how our lives have taken different paths? What kind of glue keeps people together when their lives no longer align? I met Carissa at Dre's when I first started cocktailing. It took three birthday celebrations for me to realize that she was not 21 the whole time. And I wasn't in any position to argue with my former boss, who let her in underage. Shortly after that, she started working with me. But if I remember right, it was only like for fill-ins on big holidays or something. When we closed for three or four months when the nightclub was being built, I hung out with her a few times, but we never really got that close. For anyone that knows me, I rarely let people into my life, which is kind of funny to say since I have a podcast that tells you all of my most intimate details, (laughs) but it's true. I have the same group of friends since grade school and middle school back home. They know everything about everything from my childhood. I didn't live in Denver long enough to even attempt to make lifelong friends, And when I came to Vegas, I immediately started working at Dre's. And that was like a whole new world for me. You know, the girls that worked there were so beyond beautiful compared to anything I've seen firsthand. It was very intimidating, very hard to make friends. You know, they had the look, they had the fake boobs, you know, which no one really has back home. Uh, They were skimpy, but classy and sexy all at the same time. Like, I didn't know anything about it. I was 22 and still wore capris and flats like I was from the Brady Bunch. Like literally my first outing at Blush, I wore red capris and a tight white t-shirt and black ballet flats. I was still figuring out that it was okay to be a giant. Like I was really nervous about showing up and meeting all these people and just like towering over them like a psycho. So the friends that I made those first few years of cocktailing, they were mostly like Dre's staff, you know, but they were all my party friends. I was lucky enough to make my guy friends and become one of the boys because I was always better at that anyway. So I'd go to outings with hubs and the staff and we would just party as a group. It wasn't until 2013 when we opened Bally's and Carissa and her boyfriend at the time had split up. She was transitioning out of a long-term relationship and that's when she kind of started hanging out with us more after work and coming to the outings. I think one of the big turning points in our friendship was the night we went to One Oak and twerked on a handstand in the club together. There's a picture still circulating around Instagram and I'm pretty sure my pants are (laughs) see-through. From there, that whole year was just us fucking shit up. 2013 was my favorite year in Vegas. Anytime anybody asks, that's always my answer. Um, We had so much fun though, man. We made such great money. Life was good, you know? And then uh, the following year, I moved upstairs to nightclub to start as a manager. She actually moved into the lead waitress position at After Hours after I left. Uh, That was a rough year for her, to say the least. but not working there. Obviously, we didn't get to spend every night at work together, but we did stay close. Um, I noticed in Vegas, people usually, you only click up with coworkers. So when you leave a venue, you rarely stay in touch with that former group. 
a year later, she was able to move to the rooftop and work at Beach Club, which was fucking awesome. And then after the season is over, all the managers sit with our boss and discuss who or if we want to bring anyone into the nightclub during winter. Um, most staff would like to do this because then you don't have to worry about being on unemployment. You know, you don't get to work that much, but at least you don't have to worry about being on unemployment. You have guaranteed job security and you don't have to audition again for the pool next year. So this is where my job kind of gets tricky. Like everyone knew how close me and Chris were. So in that meeting, while everyone was making their suggestions, I just kind of stayed quiet. You know, when her name came up, my boss looked at me and asked me if I wanted her to move to nightclub. And it was a tough situation because like, yes, obviously I wanted her to move to nightclub, but how do I answer this loaded question, knowing that all the reasons how it could end badly. And it's commonly known that people should not manage friends or love interests. Like, I don't need to even detail the why here. You know, just imagine all the ways that things could go wrong if you slept with your boss or if you guys got together every Friday night for drinks. Do you think you'd find it easier to ask for time off if y'all are friends? Or could you ask for a better section, like get to leave early because your boyfriend was your boss and he says you can leave? Can you imagine all the tension it would cause with the other employees? As a manager, she made my job very easy. She was never late, rarely called out. If she did, she was given her attendance points never messed up for paperwork or had complaints. The only complaints that I had were from other staff members that claimed favoritism, which every time someone tried to prove it, they couldn't, so whatever. It was in December 2014 that we attended our first Gary Allen concert together, and we kicked off an entire five-year concert series, which would have been six if 2020 didn't suck a fucking dick hole. Even at nine months pregnant, dying to see Three Doors Down, which got rained out, but we ended up seeing J-Lo instead. Uh, concerts have always brought us so much happiness and tears and anger, referencing my seven months pregnant Tim and, Tim and Faith concert when her and Megan were crying and I thought they were spilling their drinks on me. And I like lashed out on them. The hormones were so real. Okay, pregnancy was not fun. Um, we drove all the way to San Francisco one time, eight hours, caught a baseball game, hit up Napa and ended our destination in Sacramento at the Jason Aldean and Thomas Rhett concert. We made another trip to North Cali for a birthday trip to see Kenny Chesney. We've seen Carrie Underwood, Florida Georgia Line, Kip Moore, Gary Allen a thousand times, and so much more. The year I was pregnant and had babies was rough. Obviously, with planning for twins and working full time, you know, shortly after the twins were born, Carissa got her own set of twins and she was reborn. I only say that because you truly start a new life when you make a drastic change to your body. You have a new confidence about yourself. It's like becoming a new person. So at this point in my life, we were just on completely separate paths. But through it all, she was so supportive and so present for all of it. And that's so hard in shallow friendships, you know, to stay close during those hard life changes. And even though I knew how close we were before that, I was positive at that point that she was a lifelong friend. I saw no issues with being her boss. I saw no issues with being on a different life path back in 2017. And now I see no issue with her moving to LA. When I look back on the last decade in Las Vegas and all of the crazy nights that I've had, Carissa was always there. Pool parties, nightclubs, dinners, bottles of wine on top of bottles of wine, our first private jet experience, road trips, nervous breakdowns for no reason, nervous breakdowns for big reasons, birthdays and piggyback rides through life. She was always there. When I think back to that afternoon the twins were born, she was in the hospital offering her love and support. She may not be at the holiday dinners anymore. We may not be able to hit a 10 mile bike ride or a hike. We may not be able to plan for dinner tomorrow night, but I am confident that we will still be adventure partners for many years to come. I know in my heart that there will still be more concerts in the future 
and that we will both try our best to attend all important celebrations. Because it's true what they say. We will always be best friends because you know too much. <laughs> I love you, Carrie Cat. I wish you nothing but success and happiness in LA. And remember, I'm just a phone call, a short drive, or a flight away. You can hit me when it's over, what's up? You can hit me when it's over, what's up?